Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. We have two sponsors. We have uh, Tactic Calories. Check them out. Really great seasonings. If you're into grilling things, I still find it crazy that he. I went to high school with him. It's a weird, small, <laughs> tiny world. It's a very small world. Like, yep. literally graduated like 70 people in my class. 70? Yeah. It was less than I was 70, I think. It was tiny. I was about the same. I think we had it's crazy. Maybe 50 or 60, yeah. 70. He was a couple grades behind me, but Casey, Casey's awesome dude. Makes some really good, tasty seasonings. He's got a new line coming out too. Of what? I think it's like meats. Like I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Anyway, I just hijacked. Dude likes meat. Maybe I'm a little hungry. Um, <laughs> and then also Strike Force Energy. Uh, either one of those, if you buy the products, use Warrior Mindset uh, when you check out, and we get a little holler back. Um, so got Heather. Uh, get with us again today. We've done the entire seal fit mm-hmm. thing. Um, today's nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, yeah. So you remember where you were? Yep, physics class. Physics class. Mm-hmm. Wow, I was not in school anymore. I was gonna say I'm like, aren't you already <laughs> I was, in school? <laughs> I was at my job. I was. Uh, it was my senior year in high school. Okay, I graduated in two thousand two. Wow, because it happened that fall. So I graduated right. the next. Yes. Yep. I was sitting I remember who I was sitting with too. David Bessler. He drew pictures all the time. I actually have some of them still. Oh wow. Um, we all kind of hung out. Me and these See, a bunch of dudes, which is kind of you know not surprising probably. <laughs> yeah, I was at work. You're at uh, work. Yeah, and the my boss had a TV, so. Oh man. Um, we were in cable or whatever. We thought we were cool, but we were watching it. <laughs> unfold it was kind of like what's going on yeah who is that we're making all the assumptions about who it could be and stuff yeah we just watched the whole thing unfold my wife actually she was my wife then still my wife now good job (laughs) yeah um (laughs) she was on on an airplane coming home from amsterdam oh crazy was in the air and they they turned it around and went back and then they and she she tells a story about uh, when she was on the airplane they didn't tell her what was going on oh yeah they were just like so they, they were actually like something's wrong with the plane like, that's probably worse if you're in the plane. Yeah, because you don't. Right, right, <laughs> What's right. Wrong with the plane? I want the plane to land. But, um, yeah. yeah. So they. Oh wow. She said they landed and there was like, um, police oh. and like uh, clergy and stuff, and, and she was like, "What in the hell's going on?" Wow. And they were stuck in Amsterdam for like a week. Oh. My. And there were no. Yeah, I remember. There were no hotels, everything. nothing to stay in either. I think they Dang. slept in the airport one night. But yeah. Like, and now here I am. That's like, intense. Do I need to come? So I had a plan. They were going to be dingy able to, boat. Come, come, come. They were going to come back to the continent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they were going to come into Canada. And I was like, I'll drive up to Canada. Yeah. And then it was like DC. And I was like, I'll drive up to DC. And then it was then it was Atlanta. So I drove to Atlanta, picked them up. Dang, that's crazy. <laughs> it was nuts. But my dumbass, I was just sitting here working. We we watched. We I remember it coming over the speaker, and then we all got our asses up. 
Wow. It went out because we didn't know what was going on. Because there, there was a land, yeah. a plan, a plane wow. that landed in Pennsylvania. That's right, and you weren't that far from. I'm it. less than far from it, so they mm. were kind of freaking out, like, "Holy shit, a plane just crashed!" In actually, right outside of where I went to undergrad, wow. it was very close to that. Um, so they were kind of nervous about another plane landing. But then we went back into the classroom and we turned on the TV. That's all we watched <clears throat> the rest of the day. It was huh. We might have had other classes, but everyone was. It was too. Yeah. It was too um, unsettling hmm. to like focus. Yeah, I couldn't you know? imagine being in like school or something. You know, yeah. Just me and a few other people. But, wow. Even yeah. as like dumbass high schoolers, yeah, yeah, we were still, still like, "Holy shit! Like this so is intense." I was in school. This was uh, elementary school. I was in school when the Challenger exploded. Oh. We were watching it in class, oh. so I was I was actually in class, and we were like, "That didn't end well." That was not good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that was not the same as nine eleven, mm-hmm. but but that was. I guess I'm even older. Do they do that in school now? You talk to your ki- your sons about watching the space shuttle. No. Well, no, no, but like <laughs> we watch like the O.J. Simpson trial, like we, to to learn about the judicial system. Huh. And how trials work. Like we, as small a tiny little school, we had progressive teachers who like made us do crazy things, like or like watch things. I don't think they do. I feel like they. I feel like that would be good to. I don't know. We're we're totally going off track, but I mean, there's no track. I don't. uh, (laughs) I don't know know what we're doing. Do if they? I know they talk about stuff, but I don't know if they. Yeah. Would like watch. Yeah. Events on TV and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Because my like my history teacher made us like. Oh, sorry. Oh, that's why. It keeps, it keeps moving. <laughs> like, I mean, he made us do like ta- our taxes in history really? class. Mr. Allman. He had a farm. Yep. Well, often I find in he small schools, like, it's the history teacher that also does economics. Yes. Which is odd. He did. But maybe there's really? something there. Doesn't yeah, make any sense. Math person. Doesn't make any sense. You'd think. Anyway. <laughs> it's 9-11. <laughs> it is 9-11. How did we get... I don't know. <laughs> All right. So this is just the 9-11 episode. Not that that means anything, but uh, we're just going to uh, yeah. – I've just got a bunch of subjects that have kind of triggered me in one way or another, and I wanted to go through them with you. Okay. Um, and, and fittingly, the first one um, is this post from Andy Stumpf. Um, so I don't know if you know the name right away. I've, I, I listened to his podcast. He's the dude who um, – put out the podcast episode he worked for crossfit and he mm-hmm. kind of broke the whole misogynistic you know greg glassman crossfit story he was kind of okay the guy who kind of came out and said this is all bullshit mm-hmm. you know but anyway he's got a great post here about um you know talking about uh you know yeah it's great making your 9-11 post but mm-hmm. really try to live it you yeah. know try to not just i don't know if you can read that it's kind of small but i'll try to recap these two but it's more like um you know, people who have different opinions than you, mm-hmm. people even in different political parties, they're not your enemy. You know, your neighbor's not your enemy. Mm-hmm. You know, try to try to just understand and listen and have some empathy. You know, and he's like, don't just do it today, but mm-hmm. try to like just live mm-hmm. it. <laughs> You're probably like, yeah, agreed. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was yeah. a great one to open with, and, and we'll link these up too when I make the post. But um, I mean, mm-hmm. you just completed a. You know, a bid for office. I'm sure you saw some, pre- or you're on the other end of some disgusting shit, and then also like, mm-hmm. you know, probably gave your fair share of a fight. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, how does does this ring for you at all? Like, yeah, I mean, like I just presented uh, you with this, like, <laughs> you know, your your enemy is not your enemy, but like, 
mean, <laughs> you could go. Yeah. Well, what I found was that what frustrated me, and I don't know, and when I talked to elders about their experience in life and the political climate, or <clears throat> since we're talking kind of about mm-hmm. politics, but each either side. I found that in my experience, I wasn't enough of either way for people. Like I wasn't a Democrat enough. I'm like, what does that mean? Hmm. Like, I believe you should marry who you want, love who you want, be who you want, identify as you want. I believe women should have bodily autonomy. I, you know, all the things, but because I believe in small business and I have an American flag on my, the, I wear American flags and I, I'm patriotic right. means I'm somehow not, it just seems, what is that? I don't know, but I'm urging Democrat, like however you identify, like the flag is ours. It, identif- yeah, it, it represents all of us. <laughs> yeah. It belongs to all of us. Right. Um, so I got a lot of shit from not, for not being enough of one way. And I'm like, well, what? I'm just me. Like, I, I, do you think it's like somehow you have a, uh, duty to be I said duty you have a duty to be very liberal and left-leaning because you're a woman is that like an expectation uh, I don't think so because a, most women I should preface this by saying women organizations here did not support me like women okay. in women organizations women who I'm gonna just say a lot of women that come off um, as feminists are not mm. um I had a conversation with a mentor of mine last night about this, but she's like, yeah, she, she ain't no feminist. Like she hasn't supported me. She hasn't supported you. She, she'll pick any man. And you know, so it goes both ways. Right. Um, I don't think it was a woman thing. I think it's more of a party. thing. It's a party thing. And I think even this year is a crazy year to run because it's like, Everything is so heightened. Oh yeah. And everything is also extremely divided um and that pisses me off because and what i think what he's saying is like the rhetoric is so split yeah it's ridiculous it's ridiculous we can't even have like a comfort like a norm like a middle of the road conversation like you're you're like anti-american if you you know what i mean or you're apparently some right leaning right uh antifa crazy exactly because you fly a flag in your house exactly it's weird. It's very weird. Right. So I, I think it has a lot to do with – there's a lot going on right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have a pandemic happening. We have 180,000 Americans have died from it. Yep. Um, we have a huge civil rights movement happening, which is – if anyone denies that, come at me because, <laughs> yeah. Yep. I, um, what else? What? Well, I could just keep going, but <laughs> you know, we have businesses closing. Yeah. We, I mean, people are not, they don't have food. Um, Literal government conspiracies. Right. I mean, I'm, you know, come on. It's all. Yeah. That's a different, yep. we, we'll get there. But yeah, I think what he's saying is like, get over yourself a little bit. Right. And We're, it's not us again. It's not zero sum, right? It's not me against you. It's like, and, and unfortunately what sucks, what sucks really bad is that at this point it kind of is you have to mm-hmm. you have to choose and i hate that i'm i refuse i i, I hate i remember I, when i voted I for the refuse. first time i was like i only get two choices yeah but I don't, yeah neither of these right? two are really my favorite like yeah 
anyway <laughs> that's what he's saying is like swallow your pride like right. it's okay to have different opinions yeah you can't you can have your own opinions but you can't have your own facts facts are facts that's right so get the fuck that's over right. that that's right that's right um i dig that but you can have your own opinions but you can't have your own facts that's true that's that's right that's how i believe all the science deniers still science whether you i saw a license plate actually the other day i'm like i really want that but you know on the top of the license plate here it says in god we trust i saw one in science we trust <laughs> i was like i want well, that yeah <laughs> um all right shifting gears here so it's i've got a, a couple podcast. i've got a couple of um posts here right um so it's, it kind of started uh with this guy so uh mike dolce this is a little bit older it's probably from Mm. it's from july actually but it, he's been he's been kind of pumping this gun um mm-hmm. so he posts this this post it's not even about the meme right he's really talking about um you know physical health how do i put this so he got in some trouble because he posted this he's like look uh this is not a mass denier podcast and you know whatever we can discuss the efficacy of masks <laughs> on a whole nother episode that's kind of dumb but um his point is like yeah you've got that mm-hmm. you're so concerned with wearing your mask and everyone doing that but you are 150 pounds overweight <laughs> you have diabetes mm-hmm. um you aren't doing anything to correct that mm-hmm. so you're kind of lying to yourself right and he mm-hmm. and it's just like Hundreds of people like went after him. Mm-hmm. Was like, how dare you say something like that about mm-hmm. um, overweight people, right? And even uh, this is not part of this, but even like Jillian Michaels got in trouble for that, right? She said something. I forget the exact thing, but it was I more like it, uh, yeah. we can look that one up too. But anyway, he's got this one, and then he's got um, this is one. I think this is the one he got in trouble for. Um, you wear a mask, but don't exercise regularly. Eat well daily. Get bi yearly checkups. I don't know about that one. That's kind of a bit much, but he's whatever. Manage your body weight. You smoke cigarettes. Act like a divisive turd. You are the problem, the worst type of science denier. Get your act together. <laughs> it's a little strong, right? But I mean, where where do you where do you kind of fall on on this mm-hmm. ter- in terms of uh well here's here's some more evidence, right? <clears throat> here's one. It's from Science Daily, right? Metabolic syndrome linked mm-hmm. to worse outcomes for COVID nineteen mm-hmm. patients. Metabolic syndrome is a pretty scientifically um, nice way of saying you're fat, <laughs> in my opinion, which is kind of funny. A different term for it. And there's no long-term outcomes mm-hmm. of survivor epidemic influenza A. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this whole one is about um, this is just about uh, regular flu that people who are healthy mm-hmm. um, come out better in the end. Okay, so I've said a lot. <laughs> you've said a lot. I think that's just scratching the surface. And I think that's a very superficial way to discuss what's happening. Yes, it's true. If you, it, it's proven that mm-hmm. if you have, if you're overweight, you have more likelihood of getting any kind of disease or virus or whatever. Right. But that's just scratching the surface. If you look at deeper down, I've talked to a ton of health professionals and uh, social activists and people that are on the ground and what, from what I've seen talking to people is that targeted, <clears throat> I, I said, I send this stuff to you all the time, but there's a reason why certain people are sick in this country. There's a right. certain reason why people are in office, right? Independently wealthy, 
which happen to be typically older white men. Mm-hmm. Um, the same way we have I'm higher tracking. death rates <laughs> of <I'm> tracking. <laughs> we have higher death rates with with black population, with minority population. Right. They have lower access to quality food. There, it's proven that if you have a lower education, um, you are you die earlier. It's proven that you die earlier. You're overweight. You're preconditioned to have diseases. And it's, that goes into where money is put into our education system. It's based off a tax bracket. So if you're poor, you live in a shitty neighborhood, you go to a shit school, you get shit food, you're overweight, yada, 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 yada. <clears throat> so I think those posts are just scratching the surface. Yes, you're overweight, you could have a chance right. to Right, well, the guy sells diet plans. Right. You know, hey, so right you up go. his target right. alley. But if you go any further than that, you'll see whether we're talking about health, we're talking about quality of education, we're talking about quality of water. It depends on the color of your skin, your socioeconomic status. Um, mm-hmm. It all goes off of that. Hmm. To be clear, though, on most social media, <laughs> I try not to spend a lot of my time there, but you just can't help it. <laughs> but most of the time when I see uh, somebody like reacting that, and in that one, I kind of, I kind of defended them. I went in, it was one of the ones I was like, I indulged in. Some <gasps> oh arguments. gosh. Yeah. It was, Gene. it was fun though. But um, I actually got into a little bit of a DM with him back and forth. Oh, okay. Like a direct message. It was really cool. But um, it was, and I looked at the profiles of the people being negative and it was generally, um, they look, I'm making assumptions. They look like middle-class white women. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was like, clearly like, you know, death jockey, nerdy white dudes. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't really see a lot of like African-American mm-hmm. people being like, hey, you know, like they're just not in, well, the, they're com- probably they're working, not in the conversation. Well, they're probably working three jobs and they, yeah, exactly. they can't be sitting on yeah, social yeah. media like these white chicks We're at home. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not a black woman, so I don't know. Point, but they're like, not even in the conversation. Well, honestly, they're, and I've talked, I've been talking to plenty and I, there's so much i'm just anyway i'll just say it <laughs> it's like oh i said preface everything but like they're so sick and tired of talking about this shit yeah yeah i mean i got you i mean they're just like figure it out white people <laughs> so you got a bunch of white and yet what i agree and <laughs> let we... me let me know what you come up with and we'll just do that <laughs> like the thing is like if you are a middle class person living in United States and you have disposable income and there's no reason why you should not be taking care of your health. You have access it's, to food. Yeah, it's the one thing you can control. It is the one thing you can control. That I I have no tolerance for. Mm-hmm. And you know that. What I get mad about is the um systemic mm-hmm. deep down issues and what was rooted in our country from the very beginning. Right. So I, I think, again, like those posts just so blanketed that that's only targeting like one group of people. Like not everyone. It is. And that was me like five years ago. I was like, well, right. why doesn't everyone just take care of them? I'm like, oh, wow. They literally can't even get fresh food because there's no grocery stores around them and they don't have a car and right. they don't have, you know. Right. They have brown water. Like. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's interesting. Does that make sense, though? It does. I would not considered that side of it in terms of, like, there's a whole class. I mean, I've thought about it. I'm just not part of my daily, like, top of mind thought process Mm -hmm. of, like, there's a whole class of human being Mm -hmm. that just, they're not even 
part of this conversation because they don't literally have time for the shit. They don't have, they're, they're trying, just to, trying feed to feed their kids. Their yeah. Just and you think about like even during like during all this stuff going on now with like COVID, there's like like we call them essential workers and it's like they're, they're it's it's like who's is it essential for? Like it's essential for them. Us. <laughs> it's not essential for me. Well but it is for them. We use it though. Yeah. They have to work it. Yeah. And you see who typically works those jobs. Right. And it's minority people. Um, they mm-hmm. do the jobs that we don't. A lot of people don't want to do. Right. But then that means you have to work two or three jobs. And mm-hmm. I've talked to plenty of those people who, you know, that's right. The idea of hiring a dietitian to help them. They don't. Have, not, they don't have money for that. Like they happen. don't have money. They don't have right. time. They don't like. Right. They're trying to feed their kids before anything else. Hmm. So that, I think this scratches the surface. Yes, to a certain degree, but that's only one little target. That's yeah, really one is. little niche. Mm. And he's trying to sell you marketing or yeah, uh, yeah, diet yeah. plans. That's why he's doing it. I mean, he was hitting it super hard. And everybody right. was, you know, thousands of hits on his stuff. I mean, you know, fascinating. Um, it was, but, but let's, let's, you know, I'm going to leave. Let's just go to this one so we don't leave that one on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one makes more sense. There you go. So, like, where the hell was I going to say? Yeah, like part of one of these um, posts is that uh, even Dr. Fauci mm-hmm. exercises like an hour a day. Yeah. Like, and he, like it's before he was part of this COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it, there's articles about him and his exercise regimen mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And he's an old guy and he exercises an hour a day, right? Yeah. Why do you think that the conversation that like the government's putting out, that like media's putting out, is not about money being you think that's it? money as long as there's money in again this is coming from healthcare professionals i'm not an expert in this but i listen to people as long as money has to flow through pharmaceutical companies doctors hospitals there's no reason as long as they're benefiting from it right those right. top like two families in the country who own like all the pesticide companies and right. pharmaceutical companies right, right, and right. data my father used to work at one. He was like, you do not want to know what they research about oh, people. So as long as there's money in that for people, then why talk about preventative health care? Sure. Two people that you're going to probably love, but Marianne Williamson, who ran for president. Okay. And Tim Ryan, who's a governor in uh, Eastern Ohio. Yep, I know Tim Ryan. Um, he talked, they both talked a lot about preventative health care. <clears throat> And I'll be honest, I've interviewed some people. Which one was Marianne? Was that the, like the rainbows? The and... crystals. Yeah, the crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the crystal lady. She got like nixed immediately because of the crystal thing. Which, hey. Hey. Crystal. Uh, there's something. I can't say much. <laughs> I don't know. I've met her. She's a very sweet lady. She sat and listened to me for like 10 minutes. I mean, you say one about wrong stuff. thing and you're just done. Oh, That's you're, how it works. Well, I mean, yeah. cancel culture is a yes. different. That'd be a good podcast. It would be. We can get on that. Let's get on. I need to do some research on that. But, um, but it's true. Like if you prevent, we know this. If you pay for a hundred dollar gym membership over the course of your life, right? You eat relatively well eighty percent of the time. Your chances of having heart disease, having needing open heart right. surgery, right? They go down drastically. Yeah. Decrease, right. and that even over paying for that over the course of your life is cheaper than having mm-hmm. a heart attack. Yeah, pretty straightforward, <laughs> right? So why else would you know, yeah. not only lining the pockets, of course, because that's it comes down to money in the healthcare industry. Sorry, that is a vast conspiracy theory you just threw out there. 
It's not a conspiracy. No, it's, just, <laughs> it's, it's not capitalism. a conspiracy. Capitalism it's, is not a conspiracy theory. It is not. Right? It is, it is one of those things, I think you call it a fact. And that's why I love Elizabeth Warren, because her goal was to break up the, the those big companies, because mm-hmm. they have such, they own so much of even our food distribution in this country that it's, it's sick. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this is another one I thought was good timing after that one. And, oh, and admittedly, I spent like an hour on the on Instagram debating oh, people. But, um, <laughs> but this this one uh, this is Mark Mark Manson. If you don't follow him on Instagram, I I kind of recommend you do. He's the guy who wrote um, uh, "How Not to Give a Fuck." Is that? Hmm. One of, it's I one of the, I forget I the actual title of the book, but it's something like that. Mm-hmm. It's got "fuck" in the title. But um, mm-hmm. you know, moral outrage, right? It, and it's like it feels right. You know, to be so outraged over something. Yeah. But it's actually pretty dangerous when it gets down to it. Because if you, because I just wasted an hour <laughs> on that guy's Instagram page helping him sell more diet packages or whatever he was selling. You did. Right. But like, <laughs> Jeez. you know, <clears throat> but it's, it's more like uh, this, this, this made me think of something um, where it's like, okay, so somebody does something wrong to you uh-huh. and you have every right in the world to be just furious and you let them have it right you just like i am in the right and i'm gonna uh-huh you're, you're gonna feel my wrath yeah you know what i mean it doesn't mean you should you know i don't i don't understand that like where do you fall i'm following out i'm i'm trying to follow this so being angry well i think the internet has allowed people Especially right now in quarantine, even right that doom scrolling, you can literally just <laughs> pop term. off yeah. and never meets person in right. person. Right. Side. So, so this is a little experiment I did at work. Try this sometime. Okay. So I was working on this really big project. I'm not going to mention the company, but the person who is like their account exec mm-hmm. is an asshole. Oh no. <laughs> So we had meetings with them, and we were just doing it over phone call, and he was a complete asshole. I'm like, so I spilled everything. I'm like, everyone has to turn their camera on, just as an experiment. So it's not like social media. You have to actually see the person. You have to interact with them. And he was as nice as can be. Yeah. I'm like, if you're going to be a dick, you're going to have to look me in the face. You're in his face. Yeah. So same thing is like the I feel like social media is like a facade and you can kind of just pop off and be who you want and it's easy. That's that's super fascinating. To go off, but right. it worked. So I'm going to keep doing that to huh. jerks. Okay. To jerks that you work with. Make them look at you in the eyeball. You know, yeah, that's really that's really interesting cuz it's often like that uh I find of emails. So mm, yeah. Somebody will be kind of nasty and like mm-hmm. demanding an email and then like I'll just call them on the phone. I'm like, "So, we discuss your email. Like was, they're like, bro, it's all good, man. It's whenever you know, the tone of yeah, things. It's funny, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I'm pretty sure their tone was crappy. <laughs> and then they played it off. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. You're a person, they're like, whatever. It's probably the same thing. So yeah. If you're, when, especially when you're literally looking at somebody, yeah. you're like I can see your face. Yeah. Being a dick. It's interesting because you. We also have a lot of people at the gym or people that i know are very very vocal on social media right but and in then person, you, in person they don't say don't a say word they like, sit in the corner like what the that doesn't add up yeah because you you they're coming you, in and you're like this person's gonna you put this like skin this. on yeah on social media and then you're like a completely different person it's like we have two different personalities 
Yeah. Got your Facebook personality and your real life personality. Yeah. It's kind of messed up. It's kind of messed up. I don't think I like it. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know if that answered your question, but uh, kinda. All right. Uh, so before we, yeah. So before we get uh, too much further into these things, I made a post. Um, Ooh. I got I got a little I got a little bit of. Oh gosh. I love that post so much. Oh yeah. So your lack of dedication is an insult to those that believe in you. So I um, so I posted mm-hmm. this in the Warrior Mindset, and then I I shared it myself and mm-hmm. um, got some uh, got some interesting people saying yeah. positive things. But you probably don't know this, but there were four people that posted some really negative shit. Did you delete it? Yeah. Well, yeah, I deleted it and I blogged them because I'm like, stay out of my shit. Like wow. my personal page. If you want to do it on Warrior Mindset. I mean, I don't, that's, go there and do it. That's fine. I'm not going to have that dialogue. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to delete your wow. stuff there, but like, um, uh, you know, let's talk about that post though here. That was a good post like in my own personal, uh, thing. I was like, no, you got to go. So one person accused me of guilt shaming people into listening to me. Wow. Yeah. And it was, it was kind of along the same lines, the other three and, um, hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Anyone that I know? Uh, kind of they were take actually, them all back. I don't know. Any, I didn't know any of them, which was also kind of like jarring because I was like, I don't what? know who you are. Can you say? Can you say that again? Your posts? Yeah, yeah. So let me pull it up here. Let me let me get this. Your lack. See it. Yeah, we need to see this. These yeah. people need to see this. So your lack yeah. of dedication is an insult to those that believe in you. See, when I saw that, what's your take? <laughs> so. When you have a mentor and you, you're a mentee or what, vice versa, mm-hmm. you expect the same effort out right. of each other. You have expectations of right. the coach. Absolutely. And vice versa, right? It's not a – yeah. It's a – to me, that's how I see that is like right. if you have a coach, you have a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to – I was thinking of my husband, but he can't coach me, and it doesn't work out. Well, that's, a <laughs> that's a different. That's a different that's dynamic. A deeper psychological psychological doc, but for husband and wife duos, right? But when you have a coach, like you expect just as much out of them as they expect out of you. Yeah, and I've demanded that of all my coaches, right? And they've demanded a lot of me, right? And it it kind of it has to be equal though, right? Like if I'm putting in more effort than my coach, which has happened before, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, well, yeah, come on, man. Yeah, like, why are you constantly late? <laughs> yeah. Why, why are that. you late? Why are you right. not doing, why aren't you doing what you're telling me to do? Right. Um, I, you know, and interesting. I, I, I saw that. I saw those, those comments from people and, uh, you know, mm. I sh- maybe I shouldn't have deleted them and blocked them and stuff let people see them. I don't know. I, I just didn't want it on my own. Sure. I don't want yeah. negativity on my, my social media footprint. I just don't want it. Um, cause I sort of dedicate myself to positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just don't want it there. But, um, I, I you know, I, I saw that and then I was like, man, I just feel bad for you that you haven't had an experience mm-hmm. with a, with a coach or a mentor that's positive. That's my read on it. I was like, man, if Mm-mm. Yeah, you know, maybe you haven't had someone really demand your best. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was going to say something very similar. They, they probably have never worked with someone that they probably quit. Yeah, they've probably quit. They've probably never. Started. They probably half-assed <laughs> something. Right. They probably never. They're probably people that never finish anything. And I don't say that as a negative. 
No. Um, in terms of like, you didn't like my post, so you're probably a loser. That's not where I'm coming from. It's no, more, it's, it's more like they, I, I feel bad. I'm like, give yeah. me. I wanted to be like, well, give me a call. I'll coach you. Like, I will show you. I don't know what if you want means. to. I don't know yeah, if you want to do like, that. Man, I don't know. So. I don't think so. I don't need any more quitters. But <clears> like, <throat> yeah, that was that was really it. And it um, it was just weird to see those pop mm-hmm. up and be like, wow, people really. It triggered people. Yeah. You know? Well, it triggered more people negatively than it did positive. Because you're calling people out on their yeah. shit. Yeah. And yeah. I also see this as... So you see it as a positive post. Yeah. So did I. Well, to me, like, and I, this is side note, but he tested me for my yellow belt on Sunday. Right. We're training martial arts together. Right. And sitting outside, you know, I thought, how long have you been trying to get me to do karate? Like oh, a year? Two, two years? Two years, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. Like, because when I do something, mm-hmm. and you know this about me, but <clears throat> you go all in. I go all in, mm-hmm. and I told you, and I tell this to your face on camera, but I don't want to let you down as a mentor, right? And as my sensei, like I don't, I want right to level up because you know that on the other side of it, I'm not. I don't want to let you down. As oh no, because I know you're thinking about this all the time. I will do what I have to do to make sure you're yes. doing what you need. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's how I see this is like. I know, like, even coaches at the gym, like, we think about our members all the time. Of course, yeah. Each we, person. We yeah. So then when, when they quit, we're like, that hurts it us. Hurts, because yeah. we not we don't see it just as a money transaction. Yes, it pays the bills. It keeps the lights on. We're not, like, millionaires over here. Please. Yeah, if you be think gri- we are, be great if we come were. spend some time with me. I'll exactly. Show <laughs> I'll show you all my bills. But we personally want you to do well. Um, and right. that, that hurts. Like, because we... We genuinely care. Yeah. I don't and want, so I don't want to see you give up on something. Don't be surprised if you quit. And we're like, well, fuck off. Like, well, yeah. I mean, just, that's, that's kind of a defense mechanism because we're kind of hurt. But yeah, yeah. Coaches have a defense mechanism too. Of course. But honestly, you just quit on someone. It's like not being, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know. It's really weird. There's a whole bunch yeah, of shit yeah, there. Yeah. But, oh, man. That's a but lot my of point stuff. was yeah. that like, I saw it as a positive thing, right? I mm-hmm. saw it as like, and, and I, when I shared it, when I put it in one uh, place where in mindset, it was as a coach. And then when mm-hmm. I shared it, it not in, not that anyone would, should know my psychology, but when I shared it on my own timeline, I thought about myself as a practitioner, not as a coach. And so I just wrote, yep. Because as the person who receives it, I felt the same way. You know what I mean? Oh, people probably thought you were just... Yeah. That's some insecure shit right there, It man. is, it is. And I know, Dang. That's, I know that's where it's coming from. I'm, I'm not like really... I didn't lose sleep over it, but well, I saw it as a positive. Yeah, because I, I, it's just I've been a mentor. I've been a yeah, I've been a not a great mentor, and I've learned through that. But mm-hmm. I've also had some really crappy mentees, and I'm like, why am I even doing yeah, this? Why are, you're not doing. You're not doing. You said you were gonna do right. Yeah. Like I've helped tried to help people get jobs and look at their resumes. I'm like, well, send me your resume. Never get it. You I'm like, why well, yeah, can't like, help what you? What are we doing? I can't yeah. help you. So done. Yeah, you're not trying. Right. Yeah. That's I think you that's gotta the meet one me thing. halfway. You gotta try. Just meet me halfway. <laughs> and it's so funny that the bar in this world is so low. It's very low. All you have to do, and I'm telling you, <laughs> if you're watching this and you're wondering what's the secret, the bar is so low. Just show up. All you have to do is try. Just show up. You don't even yeah. have to win. That's no. what's so crazy. <sighs> you just have to try and just don't stop trying. And that's it. It's that's what I tell my kids. Like you just have to try, man. Just keep going. And people will reward you because it's so inspiring to see someone just try and it's like shit. what <laughs> yeah <laughs> what i know it's like what what's going on with the world where it's not like you know mm-hmm. i mean and i i feel like that's 
maybe it's because I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting older and my kids are getting older. I've got a senior and my, my youngest just started high school, but like, maybe that's why, but it feels like it used to not be that way. It feels like, like when I was younger, it was like, yeah. you played a sport. If you lost, you didn't go get pizza. <laughs> you won. We went home and <laughs> you lost. And the coach was like, well, see you tomorrow in practice. Yeah. You won. You went and got ice cream or pizza. Or you know what I mean? <laughs> It's just now it just seems like we're all going for pizza regardless. I think I've mentioned this before. This is how I was raised. So I was raised rural Pennsylvania, watching the Steelers, like Iron Curtain, like hardcore. Yeah. Well, you know that defensive line? Yeah, I remember it very well. Dude, like I grew up in my diapers. Like my first memory (laughs) was watching football. Hey, I drafted the Steelers as my defense in my fantasy football league. Oh, did you? Recently? On last Sunday. Oh, gosh. Saturday. That's a different story. I'm boycotting right now for other reasons. But going back to football, um, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. What were we talking about? You said boycott and your brain brain went blank. Jeez, man, I went off a completely different tangent. (laughs) Oh, James Harrison. James Harrison. Do you remember him? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he popped off about participation trophies. And it's how long. he's yeah. like, what? What's with all these helicopter parents? And everyone needs a participation trophy. He's like, you What's lost, that? you don't get a fucking trophy. <laughs> Go try harder. It's a good lesson to lose. It's okay, right? Yes. I mean, that's how you like. You've got to lose it. Some shit. That's the next thing. Oh, look at that! Nice segue. <laughs> I don't mean the. Um. So it's the same guy. Three things about success no one tells you. Before you are able to be good at something, you must first totally suck at that something. <laughs> it is impossible to do something important and impactful without feeling like a fraud, as though you somehow don't deserve it. And then finally, the more a major life decision scares you, chances are the more you need to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy's like, he posts like 10 things a day and they're all solid gold. You could mm-hmm. just do an entire weekly podcast about what he posts. Um, mm. But just the first one alone, right? Like, you know, and I think that kind of ties into the other thing. Maybe why it triggered so many people mm-hmm. is that like so many people are scared to start because they're scared of what they're going to look like. And they're mm-hmm. scared of what other people's opinions are going to be. So they're scared to suck. Yeah. You know what I mean? And anytime you start something new, you're not going to be good at it because guess what? You're new. Like it just, it's logical. Yeah. You know? I That, and I think... I see it's kind of it's kind of interesting because I, you know, I did bodybuilding, do bodybuilding, whatever. Um, I believe if you don't do something every year, then you're not really like the marathon sticker. I take it off my car. I haven't ran one. You know what I mean? We'll get. Let's talk about that too in a second. Because I want to talk about that. Yeah. Because I know you have experience with this, like as in karate. Yes. To get you in your anyway. Have you have opinions about this, um, but I do think that. Like people saw my bodybuilding pictures, like, oh my god, you look so good. By a bodybuilder standard, I did not look good. Okay. I was not I did not have a bodybuilder physique. I, I was a strong. I was a well, I was a skinny crossfitter. I had a oh, six I pack, you. like I my physique, if you look at, you know, bikini bodybuilders, like that was not I got you. I was not what they wanted me to be. You're supposed to just be like huge? No, no. Well, they want like a sucked in stomach like they want certain oh, oh, things oh, 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 oh say i got you and my the, physique, the aesthetic my, is slightly my yeah. physique literally my what i looked like was not what they i got you but people didn't fucking know that yeah like, so oh, muscles you do and big boobs. 
basically. Yeah, okay. Fake boobs. I got you. And then I've su- seen a it. sucked in stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my I had a six pack. Got you. Bikini like, chicks cool. they don't yeah, 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 they're yeah. built a different right, way. Right, right. But I mean you're just <laughs> like, I wanna crush it. It's like, no, you should just be focusing on like aesthetics. What happened? I forget. No, you were the way you worked out. You were just oh, like oh, I was crushing it. Dude, I was so toned. Like I look back, all my best PRs are within like three That's months. What I'm saying, but I don't know that like preparing for a what you're describing really PRs matter. You know? No, but I wanted to because yeah, I'm crazy. Like, I'm fucking doing it. But I was like a machine, man. Yeah. I was tuned in. Now a month out, I was like emaciated and falling over. I was hungry. But yeah. Three months before that, I was fucking tuned in. I work, I tried to work out with you. <laughs> it was hard to keep up. Um, sorry, I interrupted you with the workout. No, but I just I did it, and mm-hmm. you know. I think people they're like, oh my god, you look so good. I'm right, like, I could never think of myself doing anything I was like, like that. And it's like you totally you could. can do that. Just make it yours. Right. You just like have to do what you're gonna do. I just did it my way. Right. And I knew I wasn't gonna win. I didn't win. I got third place. Third place out of three people. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like, but I did it, and I could do it again if I wanted to. Right. Because that you know what I learned through that is not like winning at bodybuilding, but it was the process. Like. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? No, it's the mental I was winning at that. How to prepare, how to do it, and how to do it again. I didn't care about winning. Right. And people were like, you're going to win. I'm like, I don't look like anything like them, so I'm not going to win. Got you. I knew that. Got you. So I wasn't doing it to win. It's the journey. (laughs) It's all like. That's some deep shit. (laughs) Is it? I don't know if it's deep or not. So let's let's get back to this thing where you you say that like, you say it. You say what you were thinking. I don't know. What was I saying? About like uh take like take your something? marathon for example like oh, you yeah, that. you you run you run one or multiple I've run a full one I've run probably twenty half marathons yikes um just through like training and shit you know well that's true um but you said something once about like you would never keep the marathon sticker on your car unless you ran another one mm-hmm. so what's the what's the what's the mentality behind that statement. You can do something. And I don't disagree with you. I just yeah, yeah. You can do something once, and then it, to me, it's like your ethos. So it's like you could have run a marathon and be four hundred pounds. You're not. Are you right. a marathoner still? Probably not. <laughs> oh, like at one point, and then you yeah. yeah. Like yeah. to me, like the same way I took my campaign sticker off my car. Really? Yeah, you did. I did. Huh. I'm hardcore, man. Like I'm okay. like, take it off. And other right. people still, I still see stickers right. on people's cars. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'll put it back on when I'm running. But like, I'm hardcore. <laughs> I'm hardcore. That is a little hardcore. But, <laughs> but anything like I don't know. Like I, I just think that you have to like live it. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I and. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I think I understand the symbolism. So you're like, don't constantly um, celebrate something you did a long time ago. It's sort of like mm-hmm. if you're 55 years old and you're mm-hmm. like, back when I was a high school quarterback, I oh, was. Oh, gosh. That's. You know, and it's sort of. The, yes. I think kind of where you're going with it. When people people do that to me, mansplain me, like, well, I played, I played football in high school. I'm like, I played four years of collegiate volleyball. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, I get people tell me that, like, I, I played in high school. I'm like, you don't have a chip shut, on your shoulder, though. Shut up. Oh, me? Oh, my God. I'm a little. Just a little bit. But they do. They, they're whatever drives you. They're stuck back in. That's life. why you like Goggins so much. Oh, I love David yeah, Goggins. God. I think you guys 
His chip is he's a little much... different, but you both carry the, the. Oh, I got a chip on my shoulder. You carry the weight, but but get over yourself. Like you mm-hmm. played in high school, right? You 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 still not playing quarterback. You're not an athlete anymore. Like right. you you at your heart probably are an athlete, but right. You got to keep doing it. Does that make sense? Am I being Absolutely. too hardcore? No, 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 I'm no. But so <laughs> so this ties into. I think we talked a little bit about it, but it's worth it for the the show and for me to have on the record. But like um. Let's take martial arts. You started your martial arts journey, right? So mm-hmm. I have second degree black belt, and and I have lots of friends who do and all this stuff. So, I'm a yellow belt. So in the Yeller. in the jujitsu world, there is uh, I don't want to just speak for all of jujitsu because that would be stupid to do that for anything. But I'm going to just generalize and say that in the jujitsu world, there is a concept that uh, you get your black belt in order to continue to wear that black belt. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to do all the things that a black belt should do. Mm. but then uh mm. i would say in other martial arts what about karate um it, it kind of goes both ways i mean there's like this give jiu-jitsu time it'll get there yeah <laughs> jiu-jitsu is fairly new in terms of like being popular popular yeah popular popular for maybe like at this level for 10 or 15 years whereas karate has been around for since the 60s 70s you know what i mean so they got a little more time. They just water everywhere. You, drink, you got a drinking problem. Um, so they've had a little more time to be more commercial. Right? Yeah. Um, you know, jujitsu doesn't necessarily have uh, an after-school program plugged in just yet. Some of them do. Hmm. Karate, taekwondo, more traditional. Mm-hmm. They definitely have those. Does it depend on also who you train with? It absolutely does. I mean, that's absolutely the does. standard, it absolutely right? Does. But I, I would say... Um, I kind of fall somewhere 50-50 on that, right? Because mm-hmm. like taking your analogy of a marathon, like because I can't run a marathon, does that mean I can't teach you how to run a marathon? So there's a slight, um, slightly different component. And, and I've heard no, that same argument. I don't think so. For, for martial arts, you know? I think, I think that um, those that cannot do teach <laughs> – I've heard that a lot. I've heard that a lot. And I agree. Yeah. My, we won a state championship my freshman year in college and he never played volleyball. He was gotcha. a football coach. Gotcha. But he was a, he was a great he was coach. A good coach. He was a good coach. Right. He knew the sport. Right. Never really played. Kind of sucked actually. Right. So not necessarily, but I think that's, it's a, that's like a common theme with mindset. fighters too, where it's like, oh, you've never fought. So right. how can you coach me how to fight? Yeah. I don't necessarily believe. I don't know. I think I'm. I was coming more from like a per, like a self person. Like yeah. I believe people can coach me that have never done it before. Like, right. I believe that as long as you believe in them, right? And they're they're living the life of the things that they're preaching you. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it goes into yeah. your your statement of the yeah you know, the the twenty point six stickers or whatever the stick number is. But yeah, those annoy me too. But that's like a like a self thing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. like yeah. more like a selfie. It's also like it's your to marathon me, selfie. when you're like caught up on pastimes, and this is just my opinion, but there's so much more that you can do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, why are you stopped? What else do you You've want? Stopped. Yeah, you, that yeah. was that was it. That was the pinnacle for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's so much more to life. Yeah, why'd you quit? Why'd you quit? <laughs> like, keep going. Do do other things. Right. Keep running or whatever. I agree. That's okay. more of where I was coming from. Yeah, I, no, I got you. I got you. Um, I got you absolutely. Oh, let's see. This one's cool. Um, this is a cool thought. Uh, 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 come back, come back, come back. Oh, oh, so it's showing it on the screen too? Yeah. 
Oh, that's cool. I'm trying to be clever. Man. So this one's cool. This guy, Paul Sharp. Um, when scientists began measuring the experts' supposedly superior powers with psychometric tests, I don't, you know, I don't know what the hell a psychometric test is, no superiority was found, not even mm-hmm. IQ. Differences between experts and less proficient individuals nearly always reflect attributes required by the experts during their lengthy training. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's beautiful. Iron sharpens iron. Yeah, like it, just because you're an expert in something, it doesn't mm-hmm. mean like you're uh, some kind of savant genius in it. It's just that you've done it a long time. Well, I thought it was interesting. Um, in the paper that I wrote for my my test. Yeah, um, yeah. It was a good paper, by the way. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, not discipline. Um, yeah, discipline can mean a couple different things. That's right. And that is also discipline. Yeah. To focus on yeah. one thing and be an expert within that right. subject matter. Yeah. <clears throat> that's why they call like professors who literally do research for a living. That's their discipline. Discipline. Interesting. You know what I mean? Word. I never thought of it. Yeah. So there's a different couple mm-hmm. of different ways to, and I didn't take it that way. That's a different paper, but it's also a, what I like about the word discipline in the context of like martial arts is in life is that it can mean what we think typically is like, persistence doing the work consistency blah 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 grind Mm -hmm. but it also means that also develops like a intense laser expertise in a certain area yeah so that makes sense it's funny how it's an easy track to understanding (laughs) yeah you just do the same shit over and over and over figure it out unless you're like dumb or something yeah like which happens but like you just keep doing it and that's also like with like wisdom you know, like wisdom, yeah. What I, you know, even though sometimes, you know, people can be younger than you, like Ibrahim, for instance. Right. He's been Your doing husband. CrossFit for 10 years. Yeah. Like, yeah, he's got some He knowledge. knows his shit. Yeah. Like, I listen and he's, to him when he starts talking about stuff. He nerds out, man. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, where did yeah. that come from? Because he, yeah. know, he knows it. Sometimes it's hard because he's younger than me. I'm like, don't tell me what to do. I'm like, oh, you know, you know your <laughs> you shit. You probably should. But, yeah. It's also like we were watching a playoff game, and one of the coaches, I can't remember which one, he was young. I'm like, oh my God, that guy is so young. He's like, yeah, he's like the youngest coach ever. But he's, you know, some people, it's just, you be young and know a lot you too. You still know. I mean, if you've done the work, you can't deny it, right? Yeah. Um, all right. So let's switch to non digital media. So uh, if you can see that, new, the newest issue. So I'm a nerd, Black Belt Magazine. Um, it's not really a great magazine, by the no. way. Don't waste your time on it. Sorry, Black Belt. <laughs> it goes my Black Belt Magazine sponsorship. But he's got, it's a great article on Jocko, um, Jocko Wilnick, and I'm sort of a disciple of this guy, as most people. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> they're comparing him, the article or the interview is comparing him to Musashi. And you'll get into Musashi later. But mm-hmm. If you haven't already, I don't want to discount what you might have done. But Musashi's a legendary Japanese samurai. Um, mm-hmm. So they're kind of comparing them. So, hmm. uh, but along the same lines, so most of us cannot begin to understand some of the observations that you made during war. So if you don't know mm-hmm. Jocko, he's a Navy SEAL. He ran operations in Iraq for the SEALs. In that place of chaos, how do people get a hold of their emotions and direct themselves with focus? Um, so his answer, and I'll ask you the same question. So mm-hmm. in times of stress or competition or whatever it is, how do you keep focus? You know, what's something you do? Um, or even maybe you're about to get in an argument with your husband or your kid or whatever. Like, what do you do to sort of mm-hmm. 
key focus and, and you know, whatever. And he says mm-hmm. he coaches people. He says literally step back, like physically. Like, mm-hmm. Put your hands in your pockets, take a deep breath, walk around in a circle. You know, that's yeah. not bad advice. But what, what about you? I mean, dang. I, I think about myself. I, I feel kind of lame even answering that based off of him talking about war. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, like, not, don't compare yourself. To I know, guys, I know. I'm like, I can't even like begin I, to. He's the grand wizard of warship. Exactly. I'm like, damn. Like, can you? I mean, literally, nerves of steel. I mean, mm-hmm. these people who fight that lead have to lead, and anyway. Yeah, I mean, um. I like to consult people. Like I, I'm a, I'm a um, crowdsourcer. Hmm, interesting. So am I. I like to That's ask. I like to ask a bunch of people and then yeah. determine what I want to say. It yeah. pisses a lot of people off, especially like during my campaign. I'd be like, "Well, I'm gonna talk to this person, this person." I'm like, what the hell? Why are you guys talking oh, to these so people? Oh, so you already talked to me? Yeah, you should have enough. Info. Right. Right. And I'm like, get over yourself. Like, you don't know everything. So I like to talk to different people, get different inputs. <laughs> I guess like, I, that's literally. not how I work, but yeah, they've annoyed me. I, I I do that too. I don't know if you have this problem as well, but um, I do that actually. I have have I think I've talked to you about an issue I'm I'm sort of contemplating right now. But mm-hmm. I've I've gone to several people, and um, I always want to temper it though. I'm I'm very careful about not seeming like or indulging in gossip. Yeah. At the same time, I don't know if you ever if that ever enters your brain. Yeah, yeah. Where you're just like, am I just doing this to make myself feel? better right because i'm gossiping and i always try to i always try to run it through that filter mm-hmm. first um to make sure definitely and i'm like ooh, if i am i'm like ooh, i should shut the hell up but, well i tend to like not talk to a lot of people about stuff like i'll talk to you i'll talk right. to you but right, right, right. just a handful of people about stuff to bounce it off of or bitch about or whatever mm-hmm. um but yeah i i do feel guilty sometimes about talking about stuff so yeah, i'm like yeah. i'm like oh why are you complaining about that does it really matter does it yeah, yeah do you yeah, know yeah. what i mean yep. like yep. yeah often it's just like if i'm talking about someone i want to make sure it's rooted in like taking care of that person mm-hmm. making sure that person's not making mistakes or whatever if i'm right. charged with helping them not make mistakes right if it's about myself i don't give a shit you know it's like yeah I either do it or don't but usually hmm. <laughs> You have problems, it's not just yourself, you know, mm-hmm. you're it's involving someone else. That's a good thing. I mean, one thing that we've tried to do, like at the house, you know, with your spouse or partner that right. has kind of helped is like creating that physical boundary, yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. like only talk about finances, like in the office or whatever that means hmm. to like create some, right? There's right, a right. good, there's a sense of like psyche when you have different spaces kind of like you know you have a work an office at home yeah that's, you shut the damn door then you're mm-hmm. done for the day it you helps get up, you that get dressed, physical make bed, you go somewhere else right, right. Hmm. yeah because he in the same article here he talks about detaching mm-hmm. um and i never i never understood what mm-hmm. he meant by that in his book until i read this article which was interesting so uh you know he's 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 talking about um musashi said understand the harm and benefit in everything Learn to see thing, everything accurately. Become aware of what is not obvious. Mm. It's actually very hard to read sometimes. But yeah. Um, but the guys ask him, do you see this as detaching? Is that what you mean? Um, yeah. So the point is, mm. like, I, I, and, it, and it hit me once I read this article. Like, how often do you not, like, if you want to be super sensei, you want to mm-hmm. be super, you know, level-headed human, mm-hmm. 
got to be able to see everything, right? Like the whole, like the whole picture. Maybe the general seeing the whole field of play, right? <clears throat> right. But how often do you not see all those details, or you're blinded, or what do they call tunnel vision? Mm-hmm. Because you're like just fucking pissed off, right? <laughs> yeah. Or like you're so focused on this one thing that you can't see the bigger picture, you know? Um, that, I, think, I think that's what he means by detaching. I guess, yeah. It kind of reminds me of in the way of the seal when. Mark Devine talks about front sight focus and then it was the same thing. Wide focus. Yeah. Like I think maybe it's talking about that. You have to be able to be like, obviously talk about, okay, if I'm going to shoot a bullet, I need to hit right there. Right. But in the great scheme of things, I have people moving over here. I got yeah, this, yeah. I got to make a decision. How do I get to yeah, that? Really make sure I don't shoot them. Right. Yeah. So like, I think it maybe, maybe that's what we're talking about here is like being able to see the whole field Yeah. at the same time like you have one mission and that's like that right and it's kind of like sense it's kind of like um being in the zone yeah you've been in the zone yeah man yeah it feels good it feels really good but like what does that mean like like think about when you're in the zone like do you have that sort of detachment you know mm-hmm. like do you personally i don't know that i do i don't know if i'm in the zone if i would think i think back to when i when i feel like i'm in the zone mm-hmm. um it's usually because I'm like super focused on one detail. That's good. That's what I feel like. Yeah. But I, I mean, according to this guy in the, in the greatest thing <laughs> around the planet, that's wrong. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like when I'm in the, like in the middle of a workout or even at work when I'm doing stuff and I'm like, I look up and two hours have gone by. I'm like, man, I just got a shit ton of stuff done and I'm feeling good. Like I'm just making things happen. And, um, I think like in the zone is like you're trusting your intuitions. You're actually the best way I can describe this, in my opinion, is, you know, playing volleyball. If you have to think about what you need to do next, you're already too late because the ball's flying at your face at 70 miles an hour. You'd be like, am I going to do this or do this? That's why you practice. You have the discipline to be able to react in those times Hmm. to do to you get a split second. If you don't react. Huh. You're done. Screwed. Interesting. Right? Same right. with war. I mean, right. shit. You don't have a... Yeah, well, these guys, they literally die. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about a volleyball here, right. but... It's the same... It's, that makes it's sense. a different side of the same coin, though. Yeah. Honestly. Um, yeah, it is. It's just it's something interesting to think about. I mm-hmm. think, think about being in the zone, you know, as a martial artist, too. Like, how do you... How do you kind of tune into the other person? You know? Kind of like meditation, like... Very much. I'm thinking of, like, basics very new at this but the idea is you know obviously to do them perfectly as perfectly as you're capable as you're capable um but that means not fucking with your hair or (laughs) tying your belt on like you know fly lands on your face Mm -hmm. you just keep fucking going necessary things right it's it gets to the 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 root of like just detachment so if you can do like that then yeah it took me. It, we'll, we'll talk about uh, basics. She's uh, talking about basics in karate and mm-hmm. martial arts, um, which is just reviewing, just doing the very minimal, mm-hmm. basic things. It took me a long time to get there. Yeah, and I, I think, and I just I think that, that is. I think that's, that's what he means. Yes. being able to detach from yeah. the emotions because mm-hmm. early on I was very caught up in the emotions of making a mistake. You're like, dang, I messed up. Like, yeah, more push-ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, so you make a mistake, you do push-ups, but yeah. And I think the push-ups are there to give you. Uh, 
like the heat that you need. It gives you the, the mm -hmm. friction that you need to make you try. It right? also makes you stop. Oh, it can reset you. And reset you. Yes, it can. If you it's just kind of 20 in a row. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like missing a play. Yeah. And you're like, am I going to sulk for another 10 minutes mm -hmm. or am I going to try to get the next ball? Or whatever is you're it doing. possible that there are different types of being in the zone? I think there might be because hmm. I can tell you that I've been in the zone during basic before. Mm -hmm. and, and I think I have been very detached, mm -hmm. like just detached from reality. And mm -hmm. it's just like whatever the word is that I need to do, that's the only thing that I'm tuned in on. Yeah. Right. Not what they're doing or surroundings or what people might be thinking. Mm hmm. And I've, I've been there. But then I've also felt like I've been in the zone when I'm, like, sparring someone. Mm -hmm. And that's a very different feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like a feeling of overcoming someone. Right, because you have to deal with them, too. Yeah. So yeah. maybe there's different Maybe there's different things. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think we're going to solve it today. <laughs> It'd be good if we did. So another question that was posed to him, uh, what makes a good leader? What makes a good leader? I think Not what he said. I think it goes back to your posts. I mean, you you expect as much out of your. Got you. You want the best for them, right? But that's also the best that you can do. If that makes sense. Yep, it does. So. It does, yeah. And then um, lead by example, doing what you say. That was my next thought. Yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to be there. Yeah. At the level that they want to attain. That's to, like to lead them. You know, you. It goes back. I think just paying your dues, if you will, like you. You lead by example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't tell somebody to stop doing you something. You get respect. Yeah, you from can't be like, doing it. you need to lose weight, quit eating donuts while you're eating a donut. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's not going to go very far. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So he says, uh, we'll, we'll say what he says. He says, good leaders are humble and bad leaders. He's very simple. I, I, the thing that I love about Jocko mm -hmm. is that he's able to like say, He's like a samurai. He's able to say very deep things to the root of it. and communicate very deep thoughts with like very minimal words. What makes a good leader, Jocko? Good leaders are humble. Bad leaders are not. Fuck. Well, never mind. Like, Delete the last 10 minutes it. of yeah. our conversation. Um, <laughs> duh. Right. But, you know, it kind of goes into some other things, too. So mm -hmm. uh, the question, they, talk, they talked about quitters. So why do some people quit when they get humbled or when they feel uncomfortable? Right. I think that's the root of like this entire podcast, but like, man, you know, they were talking about quitters and he was saying like, you know, most people quit when they get like a little bit of adversity, you know, why is that? You know, it's like the David Goggins video. I yeah, really? posted like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like, adversity is good. Yeah. You can learn so much. It just depends on how you, this guy has a shirt that just says good. Yeah. That's what it means. I love it. Yeah. Good. I mean, right. It's good. Use that. Use that to to be better, you know, that's, and also people living in the past, like rehashing it, their past, or it's all right. I hear about is their past. I'm like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> make some future, make some, make live today. <laughs> yeah. How you want to yeah, be tomorrow. Kidding, man. Plant those seeds now and use that. Don't talk about it all the time. Right. Like if I went around and talk about my alcoholic father, people would be like, just fucking Debbie You're Downer, man. Yeah. <laughs> God, like move, like, you learn from that, but then you move on. Yeah. I know no a lot of people with those in my life. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, stop talking about your past. Uh, Ricks and Gracie, he's a, he's a famous jiu-jitsu guy. But uh, make yourself comfortable in uncomfortable situations. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, sort of a, they, they dug into like um, training. So when you're training your students, how you get them to overcome discomfort, you know, and that's, I find that to be uh, interesting in terms of like, you've coached people, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I can crush anybody in five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, you, I can crush your soul as a coach, yeah. or as someone who's, you know, giving a test or training you in something. I could, mm-hmm. I could beat you up and choke you out, or I could like, Make you do something that hurts you so bad, yeah. that you just give up. But that seems like the cop out, you know. Like it, it gives you the way out. Like the true test is to just give that person the right amount that they can handle. Yeah, you know what I mean. And yeah. have them overcome it. And that takes knowing your people that you coach very well. Yeah, it's hard to do. You have to know their limits. Like, <laughs> or are they just bluffing and you don't really know? Right. It's, yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> well, we that all we like, all know those people who 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 think they can't do anything, and I know, yeah. and they wind up doing it, and you're like, see, exactly, you could totally do those handstands. You like, do. You scary. can do it once. You can do it more than once. That's right. <laughs> Don't show us you can do something. Yeah. It's like learn how to use the mower. The mower. Yeah, like growing up, like I start crank crank the mower on like mom's like okay good you know how to use it that means you can mow the lawn i was like dang it (laughs) so once you show people you just wanted to crank it you know you see someone do a handstand punch you're like great now i'll do 50 more of those like but i can only do one like nope you do one you can do more you can do 50 that's what you kind of give me anxiety um (laughs) you're like no handstand (laughs) push-ups uh all right so the last thought here um they're discussing musashi and this is this is an interesting thought uh the true science, I think, no, whatever, I forget who said this in the conversation. The mm. true science of martial arts means practicing them, martial arts, in such a way that they will become useful at any time in your life. Mm. Teaching them in such a way that they will become useful in all things. Um, so Musashi says, if you know the way broadly, you can see it in all things, right? Mm. I see memes, posts, whatever from you know the standard like inspirational people whatever and they're so like simple and easy and straightforward you're like well duh but like at the same time a t-shirt from jocko that just says good on it yeah it's so deep right because there's so many meanings behind this stuff um yeah i don't even know what my question is other than like add to that (laughs) but like (laughs) i mean this takes me back to like doing production work stay with me for a second but what we learned what i learned doing production work like shooting commercials for tv it is easier to shoot to write shoot edit a minute and a half commercial than it is a 30 second commercial right it's hard to edit your life whether that's shit in your life right whether it's um your philosophies whether that's stuff in your house shitty friends like it's hard that's hard to do it is it really is, is. to say no yeah but also like use less words that's hard to do it's wise it wisdom be. yeah it's me it's like you start with like a barrel of things and then yeah. you come down to good one word. that is and the you're way. like dang yeah this is the way uh yeah um but it's also like uh we you know martial arts whatever but what is your medium for learning you know what i mean what is your medium for getting to that point, you know, I think that's what a lot of people in life miss, Mm. you know, and I found it through martial arts, but like, Mm -hmm. 
how do you get there? Like, like everybody wants this goal of like, like you're saying, editing your life till it's so it's right. Mm-hmm. And we all know that maybe you don't know, but that's how you get there. Right. Like if you have a goal you want to achieve, you have to do things and work and change things and yeah. achieve it or whatever. But like, what's your medium? I think most people miss that. Like, what's the glue that gets you there? You know? Um, and mm. if we, we come full circle back to the coaches, I think most people look at it, a coach mm-hmm. and they think it's like a silver bullet. Like this is the, this is going to do it, but it just isn't like, you still have to do it yourself. You know? Yeah. The coach is a guide. But like, what? Where do you? Where do you find it? I mean, you've been working on yourself for a while. You know, you learned some shit. I don't know. I, I see it kind of like Plinko. You know, the Price is Right. <laughs> oh, where, Plinko. Pl- yeah. ding, 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 ding. I mean, it's not a straight line. <laughs> you just keep going. Yeah. And you just, you know. I thought you were talking about the game that you pull the sticks out and the ball falls through from it. Oh, like, that what? could be it too. Like, Actually, shit. that's a good analogy as well. I like analogies, but. Plinko works. To me, it's like not a straight line. You have to move forward. Mm-hmm. You either choose to end your life or you just yeah. live a day at a time. And you choose the ball's gotta what fall. Path, the yeah. ball's gotta fall. Right. Which path you choose. Right. You go this way or you go this way. It's either random or you guide this it. This way right? or this way. Right. Right. So and I, I try to do that through everything, whether it's at work, I'm like, okay, today I'm gonna really I'm gonna take better and I'm notes. I'm gonna ask better questions. I'm gonna I don't know do whatever or right you can learn through everything i think so i hope so i mean even i try to like gain inspiration from like driving down the road i'm like i've tried to change like people this car literally i was driving to the chiropractor this morning he blew beside me probably going 90 miles an hour on the media like on the side of the road on the interstate within like this close to me i saw him coming behind me i was like okay okay he's gonna do this we're gonna do it. <laughs> And I'm like, I hope you get where you're going, sir yeah. <laughs> or lady. Yeah. But <laughs> I try to like do it through everything. Right. Yeah. Wow. Instead of just like getting completely irate with this person and flip them off. So I'm like, dude, you yeah. could like run me off the road. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's back to like you morally right to get mad, flip the guy off. Sure. Like, what Good. is that? What does that really solve? Going back to the first thing you mentioned <laughs> was. Yeah, but anyway, that that's more like like what are you? What tool set? are you developing like how are you developing that tool set like what how are mm-hmm. you you've got a goal you want to achieve what's your plan <laughs> you know i think oh so gosh. many of us just like we just kind of go i want that and then it's like mm-hmm. well it hasn't happened yet you know mm-hmm. um, I, I debilitating i think also um for for me at least i'm a bit of an opportunistic person you and have I, to be and to me and i just mean that like i'm open to doing different things right like I was like, okay, I'm going to try bodybuilding. That was fun. Yeah. Like, I might do it again. It got you somewhere. It got me somewhere. Right. It got me in great shape. Mm-hmm. I look great. Mm-hmm. I knew discipline. Like, I learned a lot through that process. Um, or, like, I want to run a marathon. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a good, really good runner. And I'm still a good runner, you know? Yeah. So, like, you learn things through that. I'm like, okay, well, now let's add this level. Let's right. add this. Yeah. To me, it's like becoming a well, well-rounded person right in a way right i yeah, agree if that makes sense no it does absolutely just like i'm like let's do it let's see how far this will take me i don't know i'm just sure like, at some point i'll hit limitations with my physical ability or sure whatever but why not yeah go for it 
Don't be afraid. <laughs> One day at a time. Yeah. Awesome. Get yourself a mentor who pushes you as much as you I, want to be pushed. Yep.